A dense fog hung in the crisp midnight air. Fresh dew on emerald green blades of lush grass glistened in the moonlight of the carefully manicured lawns of stately homes flanking the quiet boulevard. Ancient willows stood like sentinels in a sea of silver haze watching over their domain. Once again, I was alone on the path that draws me forward and seems to lead me nowhere. So often I find myself here, time and again, seeking a strange familiarity in solitude. Strange in the sense that humans by nature are social creatures in a constant struggle for control and acceptance. Leisurely stepping along the dimly lit sidewalk, my instinctual pace takes me into the direction of the gentle breeze, away from the artifice of engineering and ambition in the forms of hideous concrete towers and into the nearby park that hugs the shores of the lake. Nature itself, it seems, has replaced the folly of human interaction and become my trusted companion. Being captured in its motherly embrace, I soon forget the love, loss, ecstasy, and anguish that I so desperately sought in the world of man and surrendered to its supreme authority. Like St. Francis, I abandon my obsession with the material world and embrace Brother Forest and Sister Wind. Here I am God's cre intended creation, and therefore my true self, shedding all traces of regret, remorse, shame, and envy. The blithful wind weaves through slender branches, exhaling a whisper, be not afraid, as I am lulled into a dream. Here there can be no evil. No longer am I wandering, but dwelling here in this twilight garden of Eden. The mist makes way to reveal a jade-green hedge. As I approach, I ease my step as if entering the home of a stranger, trying not to wake the woods from its peaceful slumber. Nature had become a stranger to me. Being conditioned to love one's cage, I find myself internally resisting this natural state. But I push further into the uncertainty and begin to trust the earth. The soft bed of clovers surrounding my feet in pools of teal in the night. The brush grew thicker as I stepped further into the pitch darkness of the hedge. Time stood still as the sweet song of sparrows heralded in the procession of the victorious morning sun. As the hours grow older and the sky has taken on a new shade, like the pale cobalt blue of fine china, a break in the vegetation appears, and the sky blooms open to reveal a great openness, the sheer beauty of which stops me dead in my tracks. With a childlike wonder, I climb up the edge of a nearby outcrop to gain a better vantage of this ethereal landscape. The lake in front of me stretches out into a great dark infinity, provoking both wonder and an equally terrifying sense of feeling so small and insignificant among this grand design. There is safety in that feeling of insignificance, in knowing that the burden of the world's worries is fragile and fleeting, subject to the laws of nature like a tree shedding its leaves with the advent of yet another autumn only to emerge with the promise of a new spring. I look out and am left to my thoughts of absolute truths. I am not Julius Caesar, here to arrogantly see and conquer. Ambitions subside to a state of understated awe that I begin to understand. 
the dawn is sublime in its simplicity. You must live in the present, launch yourself in every wave, find your eternity in each moment. Fools stand on the island of opportunities and look toward another land. There is no other land. There is no other life but this. Henry David Thoreau.